Hello and welcome to the MHG podcast. Look, life can be dark, life can be miserable. And we're here to bring you a little bit of joy, a little bit of light. Now, I was going to make a time travel joke, but listen, I'm not going to do that because I've listened, I've, I've been to the future and I know you didn't appreciate it. So, no time travel jokes here. Um, Stu is here with me. We know that. Stu's here every week. Uh, but even in the future. What's it like in the future, Stu? How are you doing? <laughs> Not much has changed, but we live underwater. Um, and your great-great-great-granddaughter yeah. is pretty fine. I still can't uh, quite work out if that would actually, like, your great-great-great-granddaughter in, fi- in a thousand years. That still wouldn't be right. That would be completely wrong. No, I, don't, I don't mean in terms of the ethics no, of it. It's like, it'd be like, Great, yeah. great, 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 great. Yeah, I was going to say, great, 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 yeah, great, not great, the ethics of <laughs> it. I'm on about just the logistics of it. Indeed. Yeah, no, yeah. it would be way Stupid down the line. Stupid McFly. Busted McFly, whichever one it was. <laughs> they were practically the same thing, weren't they? Yeah. Girls allowed or something, I don't know. But they were quite different. Yeah, they were. Um, who done Stacey's mum? That was an American band, weren't it? I like that. Uh, the Fountains of Wayne? Yeah, that's the one. That's a band name. Yeah, it is. It's an actual thing. Did you know it's an actual shop in America? Is it? chain. Yeah. (laughs) So weird. I didn't know that until I think it was Sopranos. I heard them talk about it on there. Yeah. Bizarre. I'm glad you told me that because that would destroy my brain if I ever saw that, I think. Yeah. It's like there was a band called Ideal and they used, because there used to be a toy company called Ideal that went bankrupt. Yes. And uh, they, they took the name and they took the, the logo because it, yeah, cause it had gone bankrupt. So, Wait, Ideal yeah. got bankrupt? Yeah, yeah. It might have been bought, that trademark might have been bought again since. I was going to say, because they definitely made games. They made ball games now and stuff like that. Ah, they've probably just come back then. But it's like Atari, you know, it's a ghost <laughs> ship. <laughs> oh, God, it's zombie Ideal. Yeah. That's what it is. Basically, yeah. I'm going to hope there's a hardcore group of fans of board games and stuff like that that just go, this is an ideal. Oh, there will be. <laughs> you can count on that. They're in a legal argument with some guy called, like, Steph Winters or something like that. <laughs> yeah. It's a Jeff Winter joke. I got it. I know you did. Uh, most people probably got it. I didn't. That's why I had to explain it. I don't know. <laughs> so. what? Oh, do you know what else I don't get? What don't you get? Video games of the future. What are you be yeah. playing in the future? No. Well, you can't get video games of the future because you can only get them when they're in the present. So the future remains a concept rather than anything tangible. Um, but yeah, no, I <laughs> Just to melt your brain on a Friday afternoon. Um, so I've been playing, first off, a game called Nuclear Blaze, which was uh, recommended on the forum we go yes, on to. Yes, that's on my wish list. Yeah, and it was dirt cheap. And I'd love to say that I make intelligent, informed decisions, but no, I go for stuff that's cheap because I'm just just cheap. Yeah. Uh, and it was cheap. So I picked it up and I playing it on the Steam Deck and it's so far after well, half an hour. Um, it's a cracker because I really like the graphics. It's kind of, it's very pixel art, but it's got lots and lots of colour. It's got a really big kind of play area, but not too big. It's got really good use of, of management and colour breakup. And uh, it's got nice physics. It introduces the, the, the abilities that you've got sort of, not slowly, but, you know, incrementally. And it has a kind of 
what's it called? Well, Rick Dangerous and Spelunky kind of a feel to it. Um, in that kind of dropping further and further down exploration, lots of secret little areas and stuff like that. And putting out fires, which I've not really enjoyed as much since uh, Burning Rangers, which is one of my favourite mm-hmm. games of all time. Um, and there are woefully few uh, fire fighting games. There's, well, I can think of two apart from this, which are The Fireman on the SNES from about 28 years ago. Mm-hmm. And then Burning Rangers, which is about 20 years ago. So, yeah, it I was time for Queen on the PlayStation. Uh, yeah, that's true. There is I that. played that in its entirety in Argos. Wow. <laughs> on a... Nice. Instead of having the demo disc in there, our local Argos in Romford basically had the PlayStation display thing up. It had a PlayStation working in it. And for about six months, it had Roscoe McQueen in the, in the drive, so I completed it in Argos. <laughs> That's amazing. I know. Oh, what's the longest I've spent on a demo machine? I'll have to have a think about it, but I've, there's been some time. Obviously, I was going back and came. forth. I didn't spend six months sat there in Argos. Um, yeah. I'd go in like every other Saturday or something like that, and it'd still be there. I was like, okay. And I got to the end. Nice. That's so cool. Um, but yeah, there are there have been other firefighting games, but not in that like two D actiony type stuff. No, uh, no. <laughs> Sorry, I've just we've gone off on a completely different train of thought. I was thinking about when I went to play. We used to have an arcade in my town, and you know, it was a really good one. Um, and it was there for a comparatively short amount of time, like two or three years, really. Um, but they had turtles. It came. It, it got. Not Bill, but you know, they That's moved called in. a pet shop stew. It's not, not an arcade. <laughs> I know. I just assume now. I just like everything's games to me. So if somebody says, Oh, you know, Turtles, I'll be like, Yeah, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah, the yeah. 1999 Konami game, four player. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that's good. Yeah, that's when people's jobs become their life. Like, it's when yeah. games become my life. Anyway, another tangent from the tangent I was already on but that machine had a uh, speaking of playing the demo thing um, one time we went there me and my mates they'd obviously had the setting so that it was free play and every time you hit the button it would give you more credits and if you remember it went cowabunga every time you pressed it so it was going we were hammering it it was going cowa 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 like that oh um, yeah you got to do we, that when you get a machine that does that that's right and we had about we i think it was three of us i think we had three player on it all the way through the game on free play it was excellent nice 1989 thank you what was you playing originally i was playing a game called nuclear blaze on Steam that's Deck. it that's it because you yeah. said it's a cracker and i was gonna have a go at you for not doing it in the frank carson voice but that's a carry cracker. on that's it's a, a crackling good uh, game. I don't know why it's called Nuclear Blaze so far, but I think that's going to be revealed. And I think, yeah, it's probably not going to be a very <laughs> subtle reveal because, you know, Nuclear Blaze. But, um, yeah, no, it, I, so far it's really, really good. I, I'm very impressed with it. It's very, very, very cheap, as you can imagine, because I bought it. So I would heartily re- recommend it to anybody at the moment. Um, and even if it gets naff as you go along, who cares? It was two ninety nine. And it's uh, it's yeah, it's only it's, it's it's a couple of years old now, is it? Or eighteen months old? Yeah. Um, I like it when you discover new video games, like indie games, especially after they've they've done it. And I'm hoping, like, it's one of those that it gets a little mini revival uh, because it, I I like to look at it. 
Uh, but you'll have to show me where you found it for two ninety nine because I can only see it for just short of a fiver. I will uh, dig it out. Oh, okay. Uh, but I like that the fire <laughs> um, destruction looks really cool on it. Yeah, I love that effect. It's really, really nice. All the effects that he's put into it, or I assume it's a him. Um, that's they, terrible of me. They, All the, the, the effects that they've put into it, yeah, um, have been really, really impressive. Yeah. Oh, sorry, no, it's like £4.67. Oh, it so is it was, the Steam one. But yeah, it's go. the Steam one. So, yeah, it was more than I thought, yeah. In fact, I'm going to get a refund because that's way too much money. Yeah, it is. It is way too much. Um, I'm hoping... I'm hoping... I get some money come in, or I could get um, uh, a little bit of spare before the end of the sale, and I could pick it up. Otherwise, I'll get it in the yeah. summer sale. Uh, Do it. It does yeah. look really good. Yeah, but you're right. No, it's uh, we. I hope that it's getting a little bit of a revival on this because I'm not sure why it's gone under the radar, and probably just because of the sheer volume of stuff coming out. But pandemic um, release, yeah, it? pandemic release as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, Ooh, there you go. But yeah, no, okay, yeah, that that that's on. Um, the that's on the that's on my that's on uh, blah, 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 yeah that's on my what's it called my wish list. One hundred percent, it looks good. I like fire. What's not to like? Yes, quite right. Uh, I'd love to see a backdraft game made. <laughs> would you? <laughs> yeah, I yeah. would love to. Oh uh, yeah, I mean it might. I, I think, I think, yeah, I think the Kurt Russell and everything. Yeah, Kurt Russell, definitely. Was it Kurt Russell? It was Kurt Russell, weren't it? A it was, yeah. Baldwin? Yeah, and um, Robert De Niro was in it. Jesus, yeah. Robert De Niro's done some stinkers, hasn't he? Oh, yeah. Oh, he's got far more stinkers in his filmography than he's got Goddens now, definitely. I'm going to argue Nicolas Cage has a better hit rate than <laughs> Robert De Niro. Oh, that's harsh. Oh, no, harsh. at least Nicolas Cage's stinkers are entertaining. That's true. And he does do, he's a good actor, he does the good ones as well. Yeah. So Mandy and, and uh Core Out of Space are both really good. Yes, I'm so underrated. Watch those. Yeah. Yep. Um, but anyway. Right, yeah, but I'm yeah, definitely it's on my radar. I'm gonna pick that one up. Nice. Um so moving on, I've only played one well, I've been playing lots of games, but one I really want to talk about. Um, but there's a couple of others that fit into that. I I'm I'm on a bit of a uh I will make my Steam Deck play City Builders and Resource Management games, even though it's not designed for it. Um, kick at the moment. Um, and one of the ones I've, I've been playing was one I got a key for, and it came out at the start of March called Outlanders. Right. Which is... And we're starting to see this now. Um, we said ages ago that the Steam Deck and the popularity of the Steam Deck will start seeing developers consider... UIs and control schemes a lot more than what they already were. Um, and I think we're seeing it. Not directly, but I think we're starting to see that influence now. Now, Outlanders is a city builder that has a fully working uh, control scheme for working on a gamepad. And it cool. has a good yeah. UI scaling system, so it looks good on a small screen as well. Uh, and it's just a nice, cosy, casual city builder. It, honestly, it's, 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 it's doesn't do anything that makes me go, oh my God, this is the most amazing thing ever. Um, it's just a city builder where it's got a bit of like uh, pro progression to it. So you start off and you're like, oh, you've got to do this to get to here. And then you get to this and you build further. And then, oh, you can unlock this other stuff. All, all that kind of stuff there. Um, and you start off with nothing. And then you kind of... Um, 
build up from settlements into cities, that that kind of thing. You get to see sort of like the evolution as you go through. Um, and you've got loads of little stories that happen within, which is really good. And you don't directly control the people, but you can do things that will send them in certain directions to do things. Um, and it's, it's, I mean, I've seen it described on their things, say like it's meant to be like a tough city build. I found it really relaxing. Um, I find it quite yeah. a cosy and nice relaxing one. Lovely, like a uh, pastel art style to it, which I really, really like. Um, you've got like the main game and then there's like a sandbox version of it as well which is really really good uh, it's got lovely audio in there as well so you hear lots of nature type noises in and around you especially with headphones on and stuff uh, you start off in the past and you build all the way into the future where we are today Stu into the future um, <laughs> and it's just a really really cosy uh, city builder that Again, it's another one. It's about 12 quid, I think, something like that. And if you like city builders and you want something that's a bit casual to play, it is definitely, 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 definitely worth picking up. I just really, you know, I'm enjoying this one. Um, it's not getting played as much as I would like right now because I've mainly been hammering Transport Fever 2, um, which... I, I will touch on, I'll let you talk about your next game and I'll touch on that that very briefly because uh, it's only a short episode this week. Should have led with that at the start of the um, at the start of the episode. It was only short. But anyway, <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is really good. I, 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 city builders, there's something, I don't know what it is about a city builder, but I love them. Um, I don't like it when it gets too complicated and there's too much to do. But when it's that slightly smaller scale, and it's designed around that, they're brilliant. Or even when they're not, and they're designed to get massive, that early stage, I really love that early stage. Um, and yeah, this is just another really, really good one. Um, and more, more, more of these, please. It's really good when they, they build things around what people are actually using, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's really good to see that coming in. And I think it's going to be more and more important as time goes on, because, you know... I've, you know, 99% confident that the next next Nintendo machine will be another Switch and it will be, you know, in the same sort of comparatively same similar form factor and things like that. Um, and it's just taken over, you know, it's going to be the biggest selling console of all time and then you've got the deck. So yeah, yeah, building these things for it is really important and it looks gorgeous looking yeah. at it. You know, it looks really beautiful. Um, and like you said, you know, without having a bit of a rep of, as being difficult, but you felt you didn't feel like it was too difficult possibly because of the graphics and the aesthetics which is really interesting isn't it it's like it can really change how you feel about a game oh yeah definitely um i mean i often go into city builder games and there's basically three pillars that will decide whether i'm going to enjoy it or not one is can i see it two is can i control it and three is, do I understand it? Get those three, and I'm in. Miss any of those, and I'm out. Yeah. Um, and yeah. it's, it's as simple as that. And this now is all three of those. Nice. Excellent stuff. So what's next on your well plate? Yeah. <laughs> Proverbial. Yeah, no, I've been playing a game called, um, again, Steam Sale stuff. Um, this one was 
unfortunately titled Drainus. Uh, which sounds like <laughs> I know, right? It's, <laughs> it does sound like somebody's got some renal problems, without a shadow of a doubt. But um, funnily enough, it's absolutely fantastic. I don't know why it's taken so long. It honestly, it might partly be because of the title, because it doesn't sound like anything apart from either your drainage company or problem with your waterworks. But it's a horizontal shoot 'em up, which is you know, this is where I live. And that logo only... screams horizontal shoot 'em up, and like the the cover art. I've just I just searched it up, and I saw the uh, the uh, the box art thing come up, and I went, "Oh, that's a horizontal shooter." Before you even said it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except for the name, ironically enough. Yeah. Um, drain <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Drains drain down. Drain down. Yeah, that's right. Um, but yeah, so. I, I, like with a, pretty much every single one of these things these days, they've got DNA of previous shooters in them. Uh, but this one really picked from the best, and it's got a heavy kind of PS1 era influence, particularly like Thunder Force 5 and 6, um, bordered down from Dreamcast. But yeah, so far, it's better than all of them. Um, I It's really, it might end up being one of my like top 20 it's really good it's really good um it's got some stuff that devil engine does particularly around being able to absorb enemy fire or or kind of negate enemy fire but it does it and i love devil engine but it does it better than devil engine for me it's got so basically you've got your main shot and you've got a super bomb type thing i'm not going to go into much detail on any of this stuff but it's also got an absorption thing that you can press a button and it's timed so you can absorb energy weapons uh, or flames from an, you know, an engine or any of these sorts of things, anything that's energy for a, sh- for a short period of time, for about three seconds. And then when you release the button, it releases the, that as, a, uh, as an attack. And so you're constantly like encountering stuff that you can absorb or, or not absorb because some of it is projectiles and if you remember a few weeks maybe months ago now i was talking about how uh that game i can't remember the name of um something which is to shoot them up i, I criticized it for not having well-defined cores for the bullets um it's so important and this does it really well so you have like a red outline for projectiles that you can't absorb and it has all of the bullets in a very distinct pink purple color and the visual language of that is is just great the the graphics themselves are fantastic they're clearly polygonal but at the same time they've done jagged edges on them like aliasing so it looks like sprites um moves beautifully the designs are wonderful uh, the core palette's good. The backgrounds are very 16-bit, but there's huge enemies. Honestly, it's ticking every single box for me at the moment. It's really good. It looks pretty. Um, yeah, that that's for sure. And it looks like I've played a couple before where you kind of like the weapons are boring, um, which is surely the biggest cardinal sin of a game like this. Um, whereas yeah. this, it looks like there's lots of colors and the weapons seem to get crazy the bosses are crazy i mean it's on the trailer i was looking at there's a big metal dragon head thingy which all, all crazy shooters need 
Uh, Definitely, yeah. It, yeah, it, you know, it ticks all these. Does it knows what it is? This game, and I, 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 you know, I look at it and go, "Well, I'm not buying that because I'm not going to be very good at it." Um, and so, but that means it's doing what it needs to be doing because I'm looking at it going, "I'm not going to buy it," but I tell you what, it does look fun. Um, but I can't because I know I'm rubbish at it, and I'll play it all for five minutes and then go, oh, "I'm not very good at this." But it tips <laughs> me, so. It's yeah, it does look good. It does. It looks really good. Yeah, I mean, I've even got hardly any uh, weapons because you you can get them in an RPG style, um, and I've hardly got any. And I'm still like, yes, this this is the stuff. So yeah, really happy with it so far. Really happy with it. Yeah, bosses that take up an entire screen almost. Uh, yes, definitely there. Yeah, yeah. They've got Ticked. some cracking. Yeah, got some. Cra- Again, I'm not playing it long, but some cracking stuff in there, like uh, like the intros to the enemies and things like the the weight of them. They feel like really solid, and that's partly the sound effects, but also the way that they enter the screen. It gives you like graphic alerts when they're coming on, which yeah, I've been doing a lot of games, but this is directional. Um, yeah, it's crunchy, it's kind of solid, it's got that real thump to collisions. Yeah, it's really, really good. Yeah, no, look, so, yeah, interesting. I'll I buy it. Oh, do I add it to the wish list and see it uh, goes cheap? No, I won't because I'll be tempted. But if I ever see that cheap, cheap, I might, might give that a go because it does look interesting. Yep. Yes. <laughs> um, so I just wanted to finish off, go like, it, it fits into... Um, what I was playing before with Outlanders, um, Transport Fever um, Two. Now, I'd never played any of the like the previous Transport Fever because I always thought it was like um, Poundland version of like City Skylines or or Sim City or something like that. Because um, I played a couple of those, like I think like Cities in Motion and stuff like that, where they've just been, oh, this is just a crap version of those games that already exist. And I always had Transport Fever down as one of those as well. Uh, but it's bloody well not, you know. Um, yeah. So this does something I want to see done with other City Skylines style games. Site Skylines 2 is coming out soon, by the way, this year. Um, and that's, oh, really? I can't, can't wait for that. I might have to boot that up on the proper PC. Um, I don't know what whether the deck will handle it. But with like City Skylines and SimCity, you have to control every aspect of the growth. Um, so you build a street and someone will move into it and so on and so forth. Um, and then you still got all like the traffic management, the resource management, the uh, cargo transport and stuff and everything that goes on with it. But what Transport FIFA 2 does, and I really like this, it focuses on just the, uh, the logistics side of stuff. Um, so you will go, right... This city is already pre-built for you in a way, or this town, this house off as a township, and you might have three or four different ones, or eight, nine, ten, depending on the size of the map you go for. And each one has demands. And then you have these factories or farms and stuff out there. And you're, basically, you have to get all the resources to make another resource and then deliver to the towns. The more you deliver to the towns based on their demand, the more they grow, and they grow organically as well. So if you give... If you've got a town that needs food and you get enough food to them, more people move into that town and it grows and it needs more food and then it might want fuel um, or it might want goods or machines and things like that. And you have to then provide all that by doing trade networks, transport networks, 
But then the people who are in there as well wanna, might want to go and work in a different town. So you need to get transport from town to town and stuff like that. So it's purely logistics management. But what it does, it allows you to, at the same time, that if you really need to, to drop in new roads and things like that within the towns. Um, so you've got the, you still have that control. But it, it everything else is just purely organic. Um, and you just worry about, are these lines working? Am I producing enough of this? Do I need to upgrade this? Do I need to run more trains, more cargo trucks, etc., etc.? Planes are in it as well, and that becomes important. And it's just so, so good. And it's got a really good campaign to it as well, which is designed purely to teach you the different nuances and mechanics. And what it does really well is, like, I, I just finished a level like, where I had to, it was like 1930s, Hollywood um, and you basically had to it taught you how to use planes and the way it was built around it was ah oh, uh, Howard Hughes wants to like do this at like build his own golf, golf course he needs to get drinks to his hotel and stuff like that uh, you need to decorate the film set and you had to get all these different parts to where where he needed them. I had these little story beats that lasted about an hour and a half. And then I had to move on to one in China, which then was like massive. There was one that you needed to smuggle people over a boulder because there was a bridge collapse. So you had to change a train line to a bus line and all those little things like that that teach you things. And these little mini campaign parts were brilliant. And then it's got its overall sandbox, which is brilliant. Uh, I first saw it on a squirrel video and i just went this looks really interesting found it super cheap i think i found it for like less than a 10 of all in um it was ridiculously cheap where i found it on like cd keys possibly um and yeah it's just brilliant uh logistics management is so damn fun it really is well for you um, it was, <laughs> it's I, hell. Yeah, for me, it is hell. I, I really don't like those kinds of games. I, I recognise they're good, but it is a funny one. I, uh, anything that I could, you could do as a job, or in the, in the, I mean, you could technically do like trainers as a job if you were like a fighter pilot in the future or something. But you know what I mean? Yeah. If it's like an ordinary day job type thing, I don't. I never want to play a game like that. It, it puts me off so badly. But I understand why the why people love them. Oh yeah, no, definitely. It's not not for everyone. I did, I will tell. I will say, ninety percent of these games are crap because they try to do too much or they try and overcomplicate things. I think what Transport Fever's done is they've gone right. What makes a good game first and foremost? And and the reason I picked it up was they had a recent update that added in controllers full controller support with controller prompts and everything oh, very um, cool. and it is a joy to play on the steam deck um nice. so that was the reason for mentioning it today more than anything because about outlanders having that from the get-go this came out in 2019 they've updated it to work with controllers because it's just had a proper console release but they updated their pc version with all that as well take note microsoft you still haven't done age of empires just want to point that out yeah um but yeah, it's it's I I I, lo I love it. Um, I'm, again, I'm not very good. I get to a point I just go, oh, I've overcomplicated this. I don't know what to do now. Um, but I I I, I yeah, I, I something about them. You're right. I you know I if someone said to like said to me, oh, do you want to do this a job? I'd be like, no, not a chance. Uh, but I just I don't know. I think it's because you can muck things up and it don't matter. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's nice to to be 
creative sometimes and, and feel like you've sense of achievement from building something, even if it's in a virtual world. And I under yeah, I totally get that, but I don't know. My mind's just a toggle in my mind is like must destroy. There's, there's no building in my gaming. It's it's all death and, and destruction. Yeah. Yeah, see, I, I I'm a lover, not a fire. This is true. Yeah. And Something a good like one. <laughs> I'm not though, because it doesn't work, Stu. We know this. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like the worst. I'm, I'm, I'm like the worst of all worlds. <laughs> um, oh dear. But yeah. Anyway, that's a quick glimpse into the future, everybody. Um, I'm currently <laughs> travelling up to the northwest, uh, 80 miles an hour, uh, probably on the M6. About now, maybe the M62. Who knows? Mm, uh, or there by now, apparently. So, uh, hi from Liverpool. Um, sorry for not popping in to see you, Stu. Ah, that's quite all right. I heard you were coming, so I left. Uh, yeah, yeah, you've packed up, moved out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, uh, yeah, uh, double episode. So if this is totally, completely out of whack because some major event has happened in the world, we apologise. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> uh, the king's dead. We're sorry. There you go. We'll just get that in there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we eventually killed off the queen, so let's go after the king. No, no. <laughs> Bra- again, FBI. This is Bradley on his own here. I'm not saying this at all. The FBI wouldn't care. Well, yeah, whatever. MI5. <laughs> I'll shut yeah, up there. Them clowns. Yeah. Right, well, okay, yeah, that's the end of another episode. So, as usual, follow us on all the socials and join our Discord if you'd like to chat on any subject that you'd like. Follow all of our content and have a look on the website because there's lots on there. And until next week, stay safe and stay sane.